You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy. Happy Hump Day, everybody. Thank you for downloading the Mousecapades podcast. Vicki, Chrissy, and I appreciate every time you tune in. It's a new year, and the Mousecapades podcast is kicking it off in style. We have some changes coming this year, nothing major, but changes to boost content for you, the listener. Hey, speaking of changes, how are your New Year's resolutions holding up? I know for myself, I'm doing just fine. My New Year's resolution was to not drink any more beer, Vicki, and I'm doing great. You don't drink beer anyway. <laughs> That's why it's perfect. I haven't had a single beer in 2018. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Pound it. Awesome. Um, I really don't have any resolutions because that's just setting myself up for failure. I have goals for myself. Well, listeners, we are in the third week, and I hope you're still going strong. Hey, new for us, the Mousecapades podcast has now become your independent travel agent and Walt Express travel affiliate for your next trip to the happiest place on earth. All of us here at the Mouse Bates Podcast love doing what you love to do, and that's plan your next Disney vacation. Hey, we're down at Disney World quite a bit, and there's nothing better than helping others and our listeners plan their upcoming trips. Over the years, Vicki, Chrissy, and I have answered many listener questions and assisted in planning trips for our listeners, and that's why I am proud to announce that we are now your independent travel agent and Walt Express travel affiliate. Like I said before, it's a brand new year, 2018, and I know you're just like us. It's always on your mind what we're going to do this coming year when it comes to your Disney vacation. So let me throw another New Year's challenge at you in thinking about working with us here at the Mousecapades podcast in this coming year because we will work with you personally in planning your next Disney trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, or Adventures by Disney. We will give you the best carefree experience and the best deal out there. So contact us by emailing the Mousecapades Podcast at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or give us a text at 407-674-0414. And all we'll need is just a little bit of information from you and you can get your free individualized quote and we will work together to plan your next Disney Mousecapade in 2018. So listeners, today's episode, we are discussing the latest Disney rumors and news. As always, I am joined, like I said earlier, by Vicki and Chrissy. We have a lot that has happened in the past week, in the last couple weeks. Much has happened surrounding the parks, entertainment, and travel. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Ladies, I have a story about Bob Iger and the $36.3 million in 2017. Of course you do. Yeah, you love the his bo- favorite. You love me some. You love you some uh, Bob Iger, some I should I- say. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. Yeah, you know, if you listen for a while, you know I love me some Iger. The Walt Disney Company compensated the CEO to the tune of $36.3 million last year. Contingent upon meeting certain goals, obviously like any contract out there, his payout could be more than double for the next fiscal year. What do you girls think about that? I would like to have that. It would mean more trips to Disney for me. <laughs> Definitely. So check this out. $15.2 million cash bonus for the CEO compensation for results related to segment operating income and return on investment capital. Iger received 2.5 million and 17.3 million in equity awards. He also has 100 million in stock awards, 60 million in cash bonuses, 
wrapping that all up in one nice package that equals a lot of money now the hundred dollars sorry let me piggyback here the hundred dollar million stock awards and the 60 mil cash bonuses that's what he can look forward to in 2018 pretty pretty amazing you girls are speechless. That's I, what that's what we get, right, Chrissy? I mean, yeah, you get that, that much, right? Totally, as a secretary. And as a teacher, that's exactly what we yes. get. Yes. And it makes my, my little shares of Disney stock look so little. <laughs> How awesome to be the CEO of Disney and bring that in, right? I'd imagine he has um, some work to do for it. Well, sure. I mean, you know, he just And he does get a lot of complaints. Back. Yeah. So 36.3 mil last year, boosting it up to 160 mil. That's quite the next a raise. Fiscal year. That's great. Considering as when was our we would last like a one percent raise. <laughs> That's all I we're asking. Take, I will take 0.1 percent of that. I I take that. <laughs> I don't think that's getting. I don't even if they pass the proposition. I don't think you're getting 0.1 of what he's getting. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Zero 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 one of that. <laughs> that's right. I'm not picky. So pretty amazing. You know, we talk about this every single year, every fiscal year. Vicki and I have talked about this the last few years of the podcast. Just interesting to see that his, you know, the money he receives goes up and up every single fiscal year. That's why he's not retiring. Right. Because it's his retirement based off his last three strong years like ours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that guy's going to be making a ton. Yeah. He's going to sit back and just do nothing. He's going to so dive in it like Scrooge McDuck. In DuckTales. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> in the vault. Maybe he'll invite us over. Did you ever watch it as a kid? You I know, watched like, it. I still watch it. So, so I've seen the first, I guess, the pilot episode of the, the, the newer new cartoons. One. How many episodes are out? I don't know. We have several on our DVR. Okay. Have you watched it, Vic? I have not. I'm sorry. It okay. wasn't a DuckTales. I think that was your error. I think it was. Era. Darkwing Duck, DuckTales, I, Gummy I Bears. I watched it, but I was older watching it. What else? What else? was? It was Gummy Bears, Gummy Darkwing Be- Duck. DuckTales. Uh, Duck it was the Disney Afternoon. I know afternoon. We're, miss, we're missing, we're missing one. Animaniacs? No. No, that was WB. That was WB. Still good. Right. Tailspin. Tailspin. Oh, yeah. That's what we're missing. Vicky's looking at us like we're crazy. You have no, no idea. No, you're not crazy. You guys are about the age, I think, of my cousins. So okay. I'm going to talk about later in the news something that's in there that you guys are going to be like, we weren't even born. I'm sure we'll talk just like that. Yep. I'm sure you will. I, speaking of talking, nice segue, Vicky. Didn't even know it. Oh, you're taking our news. Oh, you're taking our news. Be leaving the Magic Kingdom Park. He's not leaving, just his voice. His voice, I know, but still, still. And I'm sad because I... there are rumors out there that he'll be leaving Town Square. No, he's staying in Town Square, the rumor is. But the voice is going. But the voice is going away because it's too confusing for kids, and I'm so sad. Kaylee, I know you were listening. I told you we should have went while we were there this Christmas. Oh, no. There was a 20-minute wait, and I said, we should go. It's only 20 minutes. And we didn't go, and now he's going to be voiceless when I get back. So I've seen Talking Mickey a handful of times out there. Colin was always confused. That's how he figured out that it was just a costume. Talking Mickey in Town Square would talk. He figured that out at age four. Though Mickey in the park or at uh, the various restaurants, meet-and-greet restaurants, you know, character dining, Mickey wouldn't talk. And so Colin actually told me one day, this was a couple years back, hey, man, um, Dad, they're really just people in costumes, right? Because Mickey talks, and then this Mickey doesn't. And I played it off, nah, you know, they're they're the characters, but he he was smarter than that, so. I get it, but on the opposite end, like, Michael is brilliant. My 13-year-old son is, is brilliant. He truly is. But... When it comes to waiting in line to see Talking Mickey, he becomes a four-year-old kidding. And I do, too. And I'm getting teary-eyed thinking about it because it's just, I don't know, it's something Well, I just saw so many experiences that happened with that Talking Mickey. Well, Tim talked to us about, uh, they revealed their, what, what, uh, their baby reveal. gender reveal. Um, There was a couple that had gotten approval on adoption of their children yes. and they waited to tell them when they were with Mickey like Mickey held up a sign and told them they're being adopted these are your parents just the cool things that Mickey's been involved in it just makes me sad that that's going it away it does and and as as the mother of a child on the spectrum i mean i just i i get emotional because he connects with them right yeah that part is going to be sad for me yeah. and maybe down the road they'll change their mind i don't know but I saw that this weekend, too, and it made me sad. And like a knife in my It heart. is very unique because that Mickey in particular, and listeners, if, if you don't really know what Mickey we're talking about, we're talking about the Mickey there in Town Square that you can get a fast pass for or just staying in line to meet for a typical meet and greet. 
you have a personal connection. So, you know, when you walk in the room, he'll call you out by name and oh, stuff yeah. like that. We had to start out with some sad stuff, didn't we? Coco's available, by the way, February 13th. You're on Blu-ray. If you didn't know that already. I'll get to see it. So, listeners, Yay. look oh, for that in February. It. Which, I can't believe it's already right around the corner. That happened fast. Well, you know, on that same note, I read it. I didn't keep it. I'm going to try and find it. Star Wars, they're already projecting a March release date for The Last Jedi. They're still making money off of Nick. They need to wait. Well, we just saw it yesterday again. But yeah, I did did read that. Not not set in stone. So what about this false alarm with this uh, missile, you know, that uh, caused a huge crisis there in Hawaii? Did you hear about what happened at Alani? No. So over, you know, at uh, Disney's Resort Alani out there, everyone was sent this uh, this message that there was a missile, a ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. That's what it stated. Came across on TV, on cell phones. people's cell phones. Cell phones yeah. yeah. It was like 8 o'clock in the morning there. So what's everything they, well, have you guys been taught what to do in the case? I bet your parents have been or maybe our of grandparents. If a missile's no. inbound, you seek, it's a seek shelter, right? Seek shelter. That was the message. That was, yes. Guess what they did at Alani? I don't have no idea. They brought idea. them all outside. What? So they could watch for it? They apparently brought all the guests outside, which is the complete opposite of, of what, what the you're message supposed to do. Right. I would assume that it's like a tornado. You go to like. Place with no windows. Yeah. Do they even have like a shelter for that at Alani or did they say that? I don't know and I don't want to speculate. If they do or don't, it's still unclear as to why they weren't seeking shelter and instead brought outside. So I'm sure the resort manager is going to have a lot of questions, questions to answer. To answer. answer yes. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a missile. Let's yeah, all go watch. It's not like that guy's trained. Like fireworks. Yeah. But it's not like that guy's trained True. in what to do yeah, he if, could be if a missile comes inbound. Was he properly trained? If, if there's a some type of emergency due to maybe tsunami or something like that. Like, what do you do? Oh, true. You know, uh, do they have a shelter? Do they have an evacuation plan? You think something like this says seek shelter, that obviously is... uh, Not the beach. Right. Yeah, well, it makes me wonder because, you know, they have the under the tunnels at Magic Kingdom, if they have anything like that at Alani where they could take everybody down underneath that might make them safer. I don't... Because it's an island, I doubt it. And it's right there on the coast. I wouldn't think so. That's really scary, actually. They got a great, they got a pretty cool pool. The pool's amazing. That's where I would have went. I would have assumed. We're going to go down, go down in style. Swimming. Right. <laughs> well, it's right there. It touches right there on the shore, yeah. that pool. Yeah. There's no other pool like it. I, I would assume, I don't know if they have like a ballroom or a meeting room, some sort of area. That's where my gut would have told me to go, but. I've never been it's in It's really a- crazy. Well, while you're on the subject of Hawaii, I'm going to go over to the Polynesian, which is kind of based off of oh. Hawaiian islands. And uh, we have had some crazy, crazy weather in the last couple months Here, all over locally, the country, oh, everywhere. Just every- you're right. Yeah. And so they had to cancel um, one of the Aloha dinners because it just got so cold that. So that's twice poor- this year, right? Right. So those poor uh, workers. In their little coconut bras and uh, hula skirts, they didn't, couldn't work because it was too cold. God they had, awesome. they had the first one, but they didn't have the second show at eight fifteen. It was just too chilly for them wow. to do that. And and I don't know. Um, I'm sure you guys have been looking at pictures just like I have, but people have been posting so many pictures from Disney, and just seeing everybody in coats every day is just weird. It is weird. It is very weird. Yeah. I mean, and then those people that are coming from warmer climates like Brazil and Mexico or the people that live in Florida that look like Eskimos that they need to be living by us. Of course, we're having weird weather here, minus 16. Well, this is typical at this time of the year, but we're not getting the storms like we usually get. We're not getting the snow. No, but we we have the the extreme cold to the fact that we cancel school. Our district just does not do that. (laughs) And, And I will say that from my time living in Florida... There is a good two-week snap of cold weather because we always joked, and it's always this time of year, that my sisters would always come for a visit during the coldest snap of the year, but never bundled up. I mean, you know, you'd wear a a heavier jacket in the morning. Some jeans. And jeans and maybe a sweatshirt, but by the afternoon, you were down to a sweatshirt or a t-shirt in your jeans, not this constant bundled up. And the flu that's going around there, have you seen that? 
if it's anything like it is here, you know, they have floors on hospitals that are quarantined right now. Well, they, um, this poor lady had saved, like Chrissy talks about, their lifetime trip. And I guess they had been saving for five years for this trip. And two girls, oh, four oh, no. and almost two. And the almost two-year-old got sick the second day they were there. And she was down the whole time they leave tomorrow to come home. And she's pretty much been in the room with the little girl. Five years of wow. saving up to go on this trip. I just, this is where I'm hoping somebody from Disney is listening and they try to find this person. I can't think of her name right now and I should know, but there's so many people that are on that Disney junkie page on Facebook. But I like cried for her because I'm blessed to get to go every year. I can't imagine saving all that money and then staying in the room with my poor sick child. And the pictures that she had, that little girl, you know when your kid's lethargic like that and oh, you can you do know. nothing for yeah. them. You're just hurting because you just want to make them feel better. You would rather it be you. Two things are going to happen. Either they're never going to go back again because they had such an awful experience or realize that it was really out of, not with, you know, it was out of their hands and they'll try it again. I, I really think they will because they had experiences as children there. And so that's I think that's bummer. what they're trying to do for their child. But just these people that are reporting that they uh, got on an airplane and people were sick with fevers on their way to Disney. Oh, that's okay, just, don't get on an airplane, yeah, people. We love you, but place. please don't get on an airplane with a fever because you're going to infect the entire airplane, including your... Don't you uh, worry about that. I worry about that all the time. Oh, even even in the middle of summer, I worry about that. I, I guess I never really thought about it, but now there these people that germ are... germ tubes. But this, whatever this is that's going around, it's all over the United States oh, and it's, it's taking people out for a week at a time. So nasty. I hope that someone at Disney helps this family and even if they give them a couple extra days or something so they can stay. Sure. And hopefully nobody else gets sick. So the Epcot International Festival of the Arts started yet again. That's the second annual. Looks really promising. Looks really good. It's one of the biggest improvement, or excuse me, one of the biggest improvements in the Festival of the Arts as compared to last year was the influx of Disney art featured at the art gallery tents. I know this is something that Tim talked about when he went last year. He wanted to see more art. Well, Disney listened to a lot of the concerns and they brought in more art and more artists. You can see a lot of that stuff in Future World as well. Uh, there was a paint by numbers portrait. Oh, I saw that this yeah, morning. Yeah, did you guys see that? I did not. Yeah, I think it's changing every week. So I thought that was really neat. Yeah. Yeah. So explain it because I, I didn't see that article or something on it. So like you can go ahead and You get a little like interact, Dixie cup. Right, interact with paint. the art. So it's everyone is combining their artistic ability. It's like a paint by number. Yeah. Oh, this week fun. it's like a pop figment, like kind of a Warhol looking oh. pop figment. It's really cute. What I saw was the chalk artists. Yes. That were um, doing. Amazing. Right? right. And they were saying how perfect that was because it reminded everybody of Mary Poppins when Dick Van Dyke was doing those drawings in the movie. And some of them were, what they do with chalk is amazing to me. It is, it is amazing. I mean, how you're an arty person, so well, I don't know. No, no, I don't like, like how the they feel can blend chalk. the chalk. And I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing what Since they can do. Like, Around the World oh. Showcase, they brought back the photo opportunity, opportunities, oh, which include yeah. uh, guests. They're called step-ins into the, like the classic paintings, like the Scream and the Mona Lisa. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So the best food out there, if you're hap if you're gonna go to the 2018 Epcot International Festival of the Arts, the pork dish apparently is making headlines as the best food at the festival. And which country is that in? I'm not sure. Good question. I heard pork dish. I'm trying to it's think. It's just called the pork dish. So. I've seen lots of food. I have seen I lots of food. Do look and for they look that. amazing. Yeah, it always looks so good. People were saying oh. that have attended though with the food. The lines have been longer. That do, yeah, could be due to the fact that this is the second annual and its popularity. But they also said that the chefs, they brought in more food, more art. The lines are longer because the the chefs are really dressing up the food, the dishes. To Making make them party. They look them, make them look beautiful. Speaking of food. Yes. I don't know if it's in correlation with the Festival of Arts. Cheddar cheese soup is available as a snack credit in Canada now. Yay! Yes. That used to be just for the Finally. food and wine festival. Our yeah. cheese and wine festival. Finally, Canada's yeah. on the map. <laughs> well, they're I know. Good. I tried to get my family to stop to get a maple they're sucker. They're not just good just for their maple suckers. I didn't get a maple sucker. I'm going to have to do that. That was that was big. Uh, and like, then Where's the, Canada, eh? They're good for soup and hockey. I don't, they have a you know, pretty large crowd that listens to their music. Oh, every, God, well, yeah. They got rid of Off Kilter. It's one of oh. the pavilions, though. 
that you walk right by because it's I, offset it's on off. a hill. Yeah, I honestly don't know that I, other than to eat. The poor Canadians. I've not been in the pavilion in probably the waterfall back years. there makes it's beautiful gorgeous. pictures though. If you need a place to go, but you got to go back. You got to go up and back in there. You know. But I just um, was reading that somebody was looking for a place that they they're going to bring a minister with them, and they just want to renew their vows with their wife. And they were looking for a location. That would be if you're listening and you were the person that posted that because I did not see who it was. That would be the perfect place to go. If How you're far bringing... back is that from the the totem poles that they have? It's not that far. Not terribly far. And they just redid the totem poles about a year back. So they're trying oh, yeah, to dress it up and give it an upgrade. Well, they're trying to get more people to come in there. Poor Canada. For more than soup and steak. Every every time and maple I, suckers. So I visit Canada every time I go to the show. Because you get maple suckers for your father-in-law. I, I do. The last handful of times I've been inside, I'm the only person. I'm not kidding, guys. Oh, I wow. walk in, and, I, and I've been there various times throughout the day and the evening. But I'm... I'm the only person. I could think of maybe one time where we had maybe one or two other guests in there, but it's never crowded. So the the thing is here, if you get a job, you want to work in Canada. Right. Because <laughs> you, you're not very busy. <laughs> you need oh, to get man. a sign Start and stand up. Get an accent. And you need to dress from... up like a maple leaf and stand on the staircase and, and like they do for the Little Caesars pizza. You can be a maple oh. leaf and stand there and wave people into the Canada Come area. Come to Canada. Come to Canada. So what is this now? You know, they stand out in the pizza suit for Little Caesars. Are they dressed like Little Caesar? At the corner they, oh, of the so, river. Oh, okay. I'm no, saying. No, I get it now. Okay, so you're We could dress up a, a person leaf. as a maple leaf. And they can or a stand there with, puck. with suckers. Maple suckers yeah. this way. Our hockey or hockey puck. Or a hoser. Eh? Oh, my eh? goodness. We have gone. We have digressed. So, yes. Nick, um, the rumor is that Disney's animated Marvel TV shows are coming to an end. Did you read this this week? No, I did not. I thought that you would be sad about this is why I pulled up this article. I never got in I never got into the television series. Well, I just thought just you didn't were, do it for me. You were so happy about when Marvel with Marvel and Star Wars, I thought that you would be sad about this. Anyway, they said that these shows more than likely are coming to an end. Is it because of Disney's streaming service? It did not indicate that. It just, it's confusing. The, the person who did this article said it's confusing because it's pretty popular in Disney XD. So they're not sure the purpose of it yet. Again, this is still a rumor. This maybe won't come into fruition. Maybe somebody just threw it out there to scare somebody. They've already started striking a lot of stuff off of like Netflix and, and other places uh, already. And it's even back in 2017. Right. Uh, as far back as when they announced it back in August. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Minnie Mouse. Did you guys hear about Minnie Mouse? You want to go, go ahead up. and talk oh, about it, Chrissy? Well, I don't have as detailed of notes, but she is going to get her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes, she is. That is awesome. I saw that. Well deserved. Mark Hamill's going to be with her. Well, they had others. I didn't really care about them, but I just wanted to mention Mark Hamill because Star he's Wars. Star Wars. Right. He's Luke Skywalker. And it does say that in 2018, Minnie Mouse will mark her incredible 90th anniversary in entertainment. It is a perfect time for her to be recognized on the Walk of Fame and join other Disney characters such as Donald Duck, Tinkerbell, Winnie the Pooh, Snow White, Kermit the Frog, and of course, Mickey Mouse. It says here that President and CEO of the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce will be there to unveil her star as well as Robert Iger and Katy Perry. Wait, so Bob, I didn't see Bob Iger. Bob yeah. Iger's going to be there for well, his own star? According to this article, it does, no, 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 that Bob Iger's going to be there to help unveil okay. Minnie's star along with Katy Perry. So is it Perry. true? Do they pay for their own star? I believe so. I it's through okay. the Chamber so of Bob Commerce. Bob could afford one. Oh, heck yeah. He could afford, he could afford one of them. He could afford one for every character ever known to man and every Disney star. Right. So they have to put themselves in for the star? Is that what you're saying? I believe yes. so. Yes, they do, and I think I think they pay for it on their own too. And it's not something that you know. It's not an the honor, city, like I the thought city it was. Doesn't and say, they do hey. have to vote on it, 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 I believe. But you put in your own name. But right? you put right. your own name in, and she is the two thousand six hundred and twenty-seventh star to receive her own star so like on the Vicky, Walk of Fame. So, like if you were a famous actor, and I, I think this is how it goes. I don't know. I'm not a famous actor. I believe you approached him. You're like, hey, look, I'll give you X amount of money if you give me a star to the city. Okay. And One you day, come up and you give your speech. I didn't know money. He had real money. One day the Mousecapades podca podcast will totally have their own star. <laughs> right <laughs> we'll next to Tom there. Cruise. Why Tom Cruise? Because he has a man crush He's on Cruise, Cruise, man. I did, how did I not know that? I don't know. He and does. Brad Pitt. Can we have Brad Pitt Okay, on you can't like both of them. Why? <laughs> Two very you different people. don't mess people. with the Cruise, dude. Brad okay, Pitt then leave rocks. the Cruise. No. What's up? What do you got against Brad Pitt? He was really good in Thelma and Louise, and then something, he let himself go. I want to be go. next to Dwayne what? The Rock Johnson. 
Oh yeah, what about him? He's that dude, cool. They do rocks, pun intended. Back to Disney news. Have Did you know that Malefic Maleficent Two is going to start production this year? Good, they were supposed to do so that. I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure my daughter's going to be thrilled. She loved that movie. What about these uh, magic bands? What about them? Have you seen them? Which the ones? New? The pink one. No, we got them. The Mickey magic bands you can get. Oh, oh fancy. Um, let's see here. Aladdin, I Valentine's Aladdin. Day one. They have the Aladdin ones you can get as well here. Yeah, and I choose. thought that there was a release date for the Aladdin one, but somebody's spouse bought it for him because I saw it. She had it online Yeah, my yesterday. personal shoppers well, already have it up. Just in time for Valentine's Day, you got the limited edition magic band featuring Aladdin and Jasmine on their moonlight carpet ride. I think it says Happy Good Valentine's Day Aladdin. on the side. Good for Aladdin. Let's see here, a 101 Dalmatian band. Oh, that one's cute. Representing the 1961 film. It's going to have all your favorite characters on. Uh, represented, that one's going to retail for $23. The Aladdin one is going to retail you about 30 bucks. And they also have some other ones as well that you're going to be able to see. Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, uh, Expedition Everest band coming out. So they have a lot of bands in the future that will be making their way out. I love the Magic Bands. If I was a pass holder, which I plan on probably getting pass holder this year, don't tell the wife yet. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show anyway, but I went so much last year. She's going to start listening now, you know. Right. <laughs> you know, in the last handful of, year, handful of years, I've gone so much that I might as well just become a pass holder. And if you're going to become a pass holder, you got to go and do it the right way and get one of these personalized bands, right? And you have to take me and Chrissy with you because well, we have to investigate be. You know, it together. We're already planning a trip. We, yeah. we're thinking about, we have so many dates out there. You know, we were thinking about uh, President's Day weekend. We're thinking about our spring break. We were actually online looking to book spring break. Is spring probably, break. Yeah, pretty busy place. And, but they had some slick deals going yeah, on. And we're like, we got to do this. But the airfare turned out to be the one that was really a killer. Because they and, know. Disney's down, yeah, we raise our yeah, rates. Yeah. So the airfare, we were, we picked the cheapest airline, Frontier, and it was more than the room and the tickets combined, right. you know, uh, which was nuts. They got you coming and going. Yeah, and we were looking at both Los Angeles for Anaheim, and, and we were also looking for Orlando as well. And it was about the same. There was about, what, a $50, $75 difference yeah. to roll out to the Anaheim area versus Orlando. But, I'd like uh, to go there to Disneyland, though, soon because, well, I just had a student that's going to come back tomorrow. Or She was all out last week with her family that went, and her mom said, I think that you need to go. This is the place for you. Because she was stay. talking about it the way you said. It's so intimate. Yeah, and the nostalgia. Why. Stay at the Disneyland Hotel. Right. That's what we all need to do. That would be just put me in my happy place. Stay at the Disneyland Hotel. Do it right. You know, right? You know? Right. Walk around Disney Springs. It's just that one It's just that one district right in between California Adventure and Disneyland itself. And it's, it's awesome out there. It was a rumor at the beginning of this week, and it is now confirmed that people that Disney World Club level guests can purchase three additional Fast Passes. Now, they have to uh, purchase no less than three days worth of them, and it's $50 per guest. So for your family, it would be $150 for three days, so $450, and you would get nine extra Fast Passes. So I'm not sure for your family if that would be a good choice. Well, here's the thing. If you know how to work it, if you know logistically how to maneuver around the park, and this is for people that have been there for quite a while right, right. or that go a lot, you know how to get around the parks, you know where the shortcuts are, you know when it's going to be busy certain times, you know when to go on certain rides that are busier or more popular than others and when to hit them. you got to hit them early. Right. Uh, and uh, you'll be able to make all your other fast passes throughout the day. So so my routine, I will get there early, use my fast passes midday, and then use them up, go back to the kiosk and get three more. That's how I roll. So I will hit the most popular ones in the morning, and you can do that. My last trip out there, uh, you know, in the morning, I slept in quite a bit. But in the morning, hit Seven Dwarfs, hit Peter Pan, hit sure. Small World. You can hit and, and splash. You can get all of that done within the first hour. And then you have your uh, your fast passes, and you can get them for the, for the cruise. But cruise wasn't that, it wasn't that uh, busy anyway. But, uh, you know, the last couple of times I've been out there, cruise hasn't been really that busy. Well, I um, had saw an article this week of a girl that said you can get 20 fast passes a day, and somebody was all asking her how. She was. She starts them as soon as the park opens, and as soon as um, she had them back to back to back, and it's different than it used to be. It used to be as long as they they could overlap within the same hour. Disney won't let you do that anymore, so I'm not sure how she's so able to do what that. What you can do that is if you go in and get it and go in and modify. 
so you can set up your times for your fast passes. And you can't have them overlap, right? And because some of them are going to overlap by 10, 15 minutes, what they'll do is they'll bump it up. And usually it's about a 15 minute gap. You go ahead and you modify those fast passes and you bump them right next to each other. So you're going from one to the next to the next. But she said I, she had 20 fast passes for her last trip in one day. I can't remember if you can modify them and have them overlap. You know, like in the beginning, they won't overlap them for you. I don't think they can. I'm trying to remember what I did because I didn't make my fast passes until I got there. Right. I got lucky with a lot of them, and I was modifying and constantly looking, and I had a lot of cancellations from other people, which allowed me to get on rides that I typically wouldn't be able to get fast passes for. Um, but one cool thing about this uh, program, which we've been screaming about this since day one when they had fast passes, allowing you to roll your fast passes over to a different park on the same day. Did you mention that you'll be able to roll those over? No, I did, I did not so know that you with could. That, with that program, I could start off at Magic Kingdom, ride Seven Dwarfs, and then head over to the Navi River in Animal Kingdom and hit it later on that day on the same day. And that is what I tried to do. We did Hollywood Studios split with Animal Kingdom, and we used all our Fast Passes, and on the bus back to the room, we were checking out what was available, but... By that time of day, the only thing that was available was like Dinosaur, which we had already ridden and didn't care if we rode it again, and uh, Primeval Whirl, which, no thank you. I, <laughs> If I want right. to get sick, I'll just go to the bathroom and do so it if myself. You have, if you have a park hopper pass, it just makes sense to allow your guests, if they paid the extra price for, for a park hopper, let right. them roll their fast passes over to a different park. Yeah. Now, maybe they have to pick from a second tier, even though, you know, like, so if you, if you picked first tier Seven Dwarfs or first tier Flight of Passage, Whatever park you're going to roll to, well then, you, well then maybe you can't get on Tower of Terror, you know, or or uh, Tower of Terror. I can't remember. It's drawing a blank. Is that a tier one? Tier. Uh, That's tier two, right? Tower of Terror is tier two. Tier two, right? So a tier one would be Toy Story Mania. Yep. So and if you've already Christian. hit, yeah, if you've already hit Flight of Passage, say at Animal Kingdom, well you already hit your tier one for the day, so you can't hit another tier one like at Hollywood Studios or something. But still allow the guests to roll over their fast passes for maybe a tier two. I think they should for either this way. This new program, yeah. they, they will on this new program if you pay for the $50. But but I wonder if they'll let you but it's only all available. of your fast passes. It's only available for club level, club. too. It's not for all people. And those people are already paying more for their room right. for that club level access. It's all about what you're willing to pay for, right? Yeah. I mean, I know yeah. at Disneyland, you can pay to have that private tour and not have to you get unlimited fast passes. Don't they offer something similar at Disney World with a VIP tour guide? Yes. Yeah, because some it's people a- were doing the math and saying that it's just cheaper for a big family to get a VIP tour guide for the day and not have to worry about. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what size family they're talking. Just something to consider. So new background music. Oh, I have this too. I thought I was the only one who would be like, I just, I love the background music at Hollywood Studios, that big band type. I mean, when you walk in and it sounds like they're sticking with pretty much that same theming. At the beginning. At the the beginning. And it's going to, it's going to, yeah, it's going to. Like, adapt with each area. Which will be interesting. So when they yeah. get Star Wars, then you're going to have... More Star Wars-themed music. I don't have right, anything so on here about Star Wars, but, like, for example, the Rock and Roller Coaster Courtyard. Um, it's going to have... It says, um, featuring live versions of classic rock songs by the original artists combined with crowd sounds. So you're going to feel like you're getting ready to go to a concert. Awesome. Yeah. Echo Lake is going to have the jazz music and the bass line. Bossa let's, Nova. Let's see here. Yeah, you talk about rock and roller coaster. 30s and 40s for when you enter the park, like That's you said. That's my favorite. Big band style, right? Yes, this I is love it. Your, Hollywood this Boulevard. This is all your stuff, Vic. You love that music, right? Joey loves that music. Okay. I mean, I love it, but that reminds me of my grandparents. He just loves it because that's his style because of the saxophone. And here it says the main entrance will be adapted from a custom work created for Mickey Avenue at Shanghai Disneyland. And it'll be big band arrangements of many favorite Disney tunes. I'm excited for that. What about uh, World of Disney? I so know. We put it up on Instagram that we got some changes coming to the World of Disney. You used to work there, That Chrissy. was my home. I know. So what do you got for us? I um, know you have something. Well, uh, my own thought, we visited World of Disney this past summer. I walked in, turned around, and walked back out because it was so crowded. crowded. Oh, my God. I couldn't even. I was having a panic attack. I know. Serious panic attack. I know. It's been remodeled a couple times. I mean, the store celebrated their 20th anniversary in 2016. So it's been remodeled a few times yes, since well, even I worked there. And we're talking both locations, Anaheim and, and Orlando. Yeah, I just, I'm interested to see how they do it because this last remodel that they did, they knocked out 
combined it to kind of like one area to check out, like with registers and yes. stuff, where each room used I to have registers. Yep. So I don't know if it'll help with traffic flow or something, but I we walked in and it was crazy. I said, Michael, I cannot do this and turned her and you know I love to shop. I right. mean that's my thing. Um, there was more than one shopping. I know what you're talking about because last year that's how it was. 2016 when we went, they had the one checkout area. This time they had that checkout area, but then they had a couple others too yeah. that they had put it in, and they had a whole Star Wars area. I don't but know I'm if you okay noticed that. that. No, no, no yeah, I didn't saying, get that far this time. It's it's way in the back near where you would have done your information desk. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I missed the information desk. So guests Local. will still be able to shop around during the construction yeah. uh, as it completes in phases. Uh, let's see here. The construction, it is going to cause some changes at both locations there in Anaheim and at Orlando. The World of Disney location at Disney Springs will use the Ever After Jewelry Company or the Disney Corner that's opening in February to help carry some of the merchandise typically found at the World of Disney. Uh, the World of Disney location at Downtown Disney District will will uh, use the Dream Boutique and the Disney Home Store that uh, was previously the D Street location by, just to let you guys know, for the merchandise overflow caused from some of the constructions. Now, the, the, the rationale or, you know, the message that is being sent from Disney, they want to make all their World of Disney locations distinctively or distinctly Disney retail environment. So what does that mean, distinctly retail environment? I don't know. I just remember when I worked there, a lot of people would, they would be very confused and say, I can get this at the Disney store at home. Well, yes, okay. you can. You can get some of the merchandise at your Disney store. Most of the merchandise is exclusive to parks only. the parks. But that's all changing with, you know, the Shop Disney app and just online shopping in general. I don't know if they want to make it more distinct, like, to parks and resorts or merchandise overall. I would like to see all the merchandise be distinct. I would like to see... Oh, and that's it, how it used to be. Right. Polynesian, you can only get X, Y, and, and Z. that's how it used to be. Contemporary, this is all you can get. Epcot, this mm -hmm. is all you can get. Because... I want, it's an adventure, like for me, it's an adventure to say, I've been there, done that. I've been to all Bought these places. The not for you, not for other people to say, hey, look at me. No, no. But, but it it's... creates a story. It creates memories. Topic starter, right? Sure. Of conversation. Well, speaking of shopping, this is just something that I discovered this morning. Is it Dooney and Burke? Well, yeah, there is a new Dooney and Burke coming out for Princess Marathon weekend. And it does feature Merida, but that was um, something else. Some of the dresses from the dress shop have been spotted in the outlets. So oh. if you can jump in a car and get to an outlet, they're going for $40. The Christmas print dress oh my that goodness. was in the dress shop, racks of them for 40 bucks. Really? Yes. So um, Branson listeners? I hope oh, you're... Oh, no. The, I, well, no, the I don't know Branson. Oh. The, the character warehouse in Orlando oh, okay. near Disney Springs, and then there's another one over by Universal. I'll admit, I went to the one by Universal, mm -hmm. and it was really crap. I'll be honest. I felt it's, like it was in a... Not the knock the dollar store, because there's a lot of great things at the dollar store that you can it's get. It's literally the odds and ends, so it that's really why... It really is. To see, to see Dooney and Burks pop up there, and to see right. these dresses pop up there, that if I... You'll have bought some one over the summer. It would have been ninety nine, one hundred and ten dollars. That it's like forty dollars so now. Will go over there and buy all of them, oh, and then sell yeah. them on eBay or something. That's what's going to happen. So when Tim and I went to the one over there by uh, Universal, it really was the scraps on the floor, and I don't nothing that I wanted to buy. Tim was all about it. But he has a lot of kids, you know. So oh, sure, it like toys sense. and toys it and made... like the the souvenir, the tchotchke type stuff. So if you have a lot of kids. It makes yeah. total sense. For me, that's going to buy something maybe for my wife or myself. There was nothing in there that I would even remotely think, oh, I'm going to get that. Nothing, you, you know. You have to just dig. Sometimes the one in Branson you have to dig to look for. Uh, there is a good deal, but you have to dig through that rack. Because sometimes we go in there and we're like, eh, we could go back out. But I always want to look because you, you never, just never you're know. You're Branson. Well, you just never know. No, I know. And, and, and uh, Andrew, I'm not knocking Branson, by the way. Andrew. I am not knocking Branson. It's not Andrew that wanted to go. It was... Um... No, Lee wants to go out there, yeah. but Andrew is from that area. Oh. So he... Branson is wonderful, he Andrew. He wrote into the show. He's like, dude, you keep knocking Branson down. I'm like, well, really just Silver Dollar City and all the, the shows on the main drag, you know. That's that pretty portray, much the whole town. That portray Southerners a certain way. It just really grinds my gears. So Chrissy sent us um, a text this week because they now have the rose gold cupcake. Yes, the cupcake. And I know this is something that we're going to um, 
discuss. So tell us more about the cupcake. Well, it's it's a rose gold colory cupcake. I don't know much. Gosh, I didn't come prepared for that one. It just looks delicious. Well, well I have like rose gold icing all over my it's teeth. It's like a pinky. Bunny. It looks like rose gold. I have is a picture it, it if shimmer? you want to see. Here. Let's see it. I think mm. it has those like shiny. It is a vanilla. Pearly. It is a vanilla cupcake with a Nutella swirl oh, inside of it. I didn't know it that's had cool. Nutella. I don't like Nutella. Oh, sorry. Well, that's, Whoa. I mean, maybe they can maybe, make it yeah, a different see, kind. This is your I don't think debate. I've ever, I don't even think I've ever tried Nutella, so I can't even and then have a debate on that. the topping is marshmallow. I love marshmallow. And then it has, uh, the bow is ro rose gold shimmer dusted with non-pareils. Shimmer dusted. Uh, another so reason pretty. I wanted to talk about this th today is a cool thing happened this weekend. This lady was at Epcot with her husband and she was celebrating that she's cancer free now. She's finished with all her treatments and her cancer is gone. And she had one of the buttons on that said cancer free. And one of the cast members noticed. Tapped her on the shoulder? Went and got, no, she was at Epcot, not at Cinderella's castle. Could be anywhere. <laughs> I didn't know that's how it worked. Well, anyway, she went and got her manager, and her manager gave her a rose gold cupcake to celebrate Aww. that she's cancer-free, and what an exciting thing for her, and that's to set, come and celebrate at Disney with them. So that's awesome. I thought that was a cool, cool thing. I love the pixie dust when they do stuff like that. Then there was somebody else that was eating. I cannot think of where right now. It's killing me. But they got their food and their child wanted dessert, but the mom and dad wanted to make sure they had room for it. And out comes a cast member with four uh, brownies that look like baseballs and gives it to the family that's sitting there and said, thanks for coming to Disney World. And oh, it's wow. on us. So just- had, What do you mean had room for it? They wanted to make sure, you know how full we get from the meals. Okay. And so their mom said, if you're still hungry, then I'll go back and get you a dessert. But the- uh, Cast dust. Yep, the cast member used their little pixie dust and, and got four brownies for the family and brought it out to them. And the kid I was like, I know, there's just the little cool things that they do that surprise you. Just like my friend was there, I think I told you that they have a child that goes to our school actually, and they go to our church. They were in the store and the lady said, Oh, it's your first time? They were at the Grand Floridian eating at 1900 Park Fair. And the, and the little girl with them said yes, and they gave her something, I can't remember what it was, a stuffed animal, I believe. And then Jim was like, well, what did the parents get when it's their first time? And she goes, oh, it's your first time? And he said yes. And so they went in the back and got both of them a mug. Oh, how nice. And they each got a, a Disney mug for being their first time there. And he was like, they didn't have to do that. I was totally being, that was just himself. He's kind of like Nick, he's a jokester. and sure. so. He just was joking around with them, never thinking that they would get pixie dust out of the deal. There's no filter in the brain here, people. I just <laughs> say what's on my mind. But I mean, I love that about you because you can do that. And Jim's the same way. He's always joking. So, but I think the people thought, well, we should do something for them if they're this year, this old, because he's in his 40s and never been to Disney. So I should walk in and like, like a saloon Act like it's your and first throw time. the doors open, march in. It's my first time, people. <laughs> first time here. <laughs> And then everyone will stare at me and be like, well, you can tell it's your first <laughs> Like, you shouldn't be here. Nah. Well, speaking of cupcakes, the Kringla Bakery in Epcot is closing for refurbishment I on February I saw that. 4th. But fear not. If you want school bread, they will be opening a temporary, temporary location serving popular items from the bakery. And it's not expected to be complete until summer. Yeah, I saw that. that that's a really so long that's time. That's a long time. Have you ever been traveling on the monorail and like you're, dude, it is really hot, on right? <laughs> I know because where you're the going doors with are this. open. No, <laughs> the doors are not the doors open. Doors are closed. They're like, geez, <laughs> it's so hot in some here. Fresh air. Right? Wouldn't you? I've always, Kyle and I have talked about this. I wish the monorail windows could open a little bit like to let some open. right to let air flow yeah, through. Yeah, because it does get kind of stagnant. Here we have a guest nice posted on too. social media on Disney's site on, I think, Instagram, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Monorail Red with the door stuck open. So, yeah, it was an Instagram account that shows that the, the door was stuck open, which can cause, you know, this could be really dangerous for passengers. The monorails themselves. You think? Right. <laughs> the monorails, small children too, right? The, the, the monorails themselves have uh, door sensors that are installed that are supposed to signal the pilot if there are any doors that are not completely closed. But obviously those didn't work and those failed. Uh, the sensors that are supposed to trigger a safety mechanism that restricts the train from even leaving the station until the issue is fixed. So apparently those failed as well. There was a phone inside the, the cabin apparently that's available for passengers to call for assistance to alert 
a cast member if there's any issue. And apparently those don't to appear to have been functioning properly during the no, mishap as well. Right. So there are two systems failed. Actually, three systems failed on the monorail. And see, and they are wanting to take the human element out of the monorail system and just have it run by a computer. I don't think this is going to happen after mm-hmm. this. No. no, and they were just saying that there was, they were lucky that a lot of the passengers on that particular car were not standing. Everybody was sitting at that yes. time. Yeah. There were two children, but both of them were on laps. And of course, their parents were holding them extra tight just in case they would get sucked toward the... I mean, they didn't know what was going to happen from going so fast. I'm, I'm just thinking, not that I've ever like leaned on the door of a monorail, but I stand all the time on the monorail holding onto one of those poles. I don't know what I would have right. done. You would have went to the middle. Yeah, when they turn, too. They always freak me out when they yeah. turn, when the door's open. Like, oh, I was just leaning on that thing. Yeah. Now, I wonder what went through the passenger's mind when they're, like, holding all their bags of merchandise. Like, hmm. Or their child. Um. Well, right. Yeah. Well, right. But I'm thinking that that invisible bag of merchandise you had that was $300 it accidentally fell off the monorail. It fell out the door that was, or fell out the monorail because the door was open. Did you watch the video? Because I they there was somebody, you can't see who's filming it, but they're telling this lady that's closest to the door, don't get up. And she's like, oh, I wasn't going anywhere. You know, she's just oh, wow. sitting there. I think it'd be kind of cool, you know? I mean. No, so I'm not, not me. So I'm, not <laughs> I'm off for an adventure, more. but. So being in the military, I've been on many uh, rides and various different types of helicopters. And True. You, some yeah. of them, you can slide the doors open, others you cannot. And it's always a thrill ride when you're buckled in or harnessed in, and that's the only thing keeping you in because there are no doors, and you're you're going you're, you're swaying sides. And you don't want to go on no, space, and you don't want to go on Space Mountain, and you think yeah. that's no. cool. No, or just, Tower of Terror. I was just texting Lee this the other day. He was wondering if I've been on an Osprey, which is a you know basically a helicopter that turns into a plane. No, it turns its wings. The Marines use them, and they can fly, and then turn right back into you know propeller helicopter. Um, I told him no, I've never been on one, but I'd love to be on one, you know. Uh, we, were, we were just chatting a little bit because I'm too afraid to get on um, Space Mountain or Tower of Terror. I have to see where I'm going, people. If I can't, I won't get on it. And you just need Joey to go so he can Rock and Roller you. Coaster, you can actually see where you're going. You can see on Tower of Terror. Yeah, you can. Totally. But you don't know when you're going to drop. Yeah, yeah, after no, the doors you open. Do. No, you don't. Yeah. Yes, you no, do. No, you don't. There's like, you just don't there's know like how 63 many times. million different combinations. Right. You but do it, not but know. you still know but when you you're going to drop. When it, it's when after it those dark, doors open. You're dropping. Yeah, but you don't know how many times you're going to drop. Right. When you're going to come back up. You just don't know. It could stop 10 feet after you drop. It could stop 50 feet after you drop. I guess that's the element. That's of, the fun of it, yeah. I think. That's what I don't like. But the follow- I, I want to be in a little bit somewhat of control. I did want to tell you the follow-up article to the monorail is... When it was created, they didn't expect it to be used this long. I guess they were going to replace it with newer equipment or something like that. And so it's already outlived. That's lifespan. Yeah. Like, they never... Like any type of aircraft. It's got like a 30-year They thought it would be replaced it. by something else by now, and it has not. They've just continued to use it, and they're babying it. And fixing it has become a problem. Kind of like with Joey's. Joey drives a 1987 truck. People don't know that, listeners. But he drives a 1987 truck. A lot of those parts are not out there anymore, so we either have to get them from a junkyard or we have to get them from a dealer. It's the same kind of thing. They're having a hard time repairing it, and that's why the repairs take so many, so long, and that's why we have so many monorails well, getting the, repaired. Well, the monorail isn't exclusive just to Disney. That's not a concept that, like, they created. No, no, no. But that's just a train, a style of a train. There are, there are a whole bunch of different monorails worldwide. Like, D.C. has something like that. You know, that, that for right. transportation. Stuff's still out there. I wouldn't mind if they shut it down for a year and added to the track to go all over the place, you know, sort of like a, sort of like a, a subsystem or, or the tubes, you know, depending upon where you want to go, depends on what station to get off and get on a different track. Sure. You know, like the TTC, you know, sort of like that'd be another hub, but just to get around instead of doing maybe the Disney buses. Yeah. Alleviate uh, some of that traffic. Right. So I know I need to get to the TTC, get off, get on a different one, you know, that'll take me to this spot, get off, get, you know, so if you can develop something like that, now, of course, people would complain that's too confusing. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, once you figure it out, uh, you'd be golden. You would just have to color code them at that point and truly have the monorails color coded. So the ones that only go around maybe Magic Kingdom are all going to be monorail red. You know, the ones of the second tier that will take you to, like, the springs and maybe a few other resorts will be monorail yellow, you know? Sure. Well, this that car was removed. They wanted to let everybody know that they did remove the red monorail. 
for now until they've worked out all the kinks and so that nobody's worried when they come there. I can't believe they still want, Disney still wants that to go uh, to just computer, I guess, tracked or, or ran by just a computer, not, not a human. They want to take the human element out of it. just blows my mind away. Is it in response to that monorail driver that passed away in the crash a few years ago? I don't know. Computers are, are safe. I'm not saying they're not, but... There by whose program? Yeah, they're still programmed by We're a still person. need someone yeah. that's like, oh, monitoring. Geez, you know, that door's not shut. I need to latch that before it leaves the station. Sure. You know, like, computer system's not necessarily going to always tell you. Obviously, because there was supposed to be something right, to so sense it this three time. Three fail-saves yeah. failed. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see it happening. I'm a nobody. <laughs> I'm so not wonder, Bob Iger. I wonder if Disney, I'm sure they do. I wonder if they have a team established that's all they do is innovate now i'm not talking about attractions like with imagineers and stuff like that I'm talking about like safety and transportation oh i'm, oh, I'm sure, sure. Job safety is, is, is just disney's to, number one element just to innovate though like so so the fencing they put up underneath the water and the lagoon yeah uh so that was only created only after we had an incident of a little child getting gobbled up by one. Was there a team that's, their whole job is just to think of all this stuff that could potentially happen and get it approved and try to get it, you know, voted on and, and eventually de- develop something. Well, sadly, a lot of things are developed because when things happen, right. because you didn't foresee it. But Disney's all about being innovative and proactive, true, you know, true. and it's ever-changing. So I wonder if they do have a group of individuals that's just about safety and transportation to innovate on I this. would almost think they have to. We have that for our school district. Yeah. I mean, they're always... It's like thinking ahead. Yeah, always right. trying to think of what the work... They got know, the money do. to do it. They have oh, the yeah, money. For sure. Bob Iger's going to potentially make over 100-something mil He can next take year. some of his money and pay somebody. Florida resident discovered Disney tickets are back, by the way. So that went away. It's back with a special ticket offer. And this may be something we talk about during a, a travel episode. But uh, uh, Walt Disney Theme Park, uh, Florida residents can enjoy three days at Walt Disney World for just 159 per person. They can add a fourth day. So for three days, that's what was the that's what the Discover Pack was for. You can add a fourth day for just 20 bucks. Nice. Yeah. 120, 160, so roughly $180 for four days. Uh, that's better than the military pass because the military pass, you're going to pay, what is it, 220 I think it's gone up now to 220 215 something like that for four days. 225 230-ish after taxes for five-dayer. That's not bad at all. Not at all. I would like to be a Floridian. Of course, if I was a Floridian, I'd be buying the annual pass anyway. Absolutely. The NAP owner. Um, one more real quick, and I'll stop. Run Disney's announced a new Star Wars virtual half marathon. Oh, neat. You know, so that is the new upcoming thing that Disney's been doing. Let's just say run Disney. All these virtual, virtual. runs. So you can now run 13.1 miles in your own galaxy, by the way, far, far away. Through Run Disney, Star Wars Virtual Half Marathon. It's about, I don't know what it is. Uh, the entry fee is $59. Will or, there and you get a, a cool medal. Will there be a Dooney? <laughs> a Dooney. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, no one's going to track you, you know, if your times are anything. You know, you just run it. And then you don't you, submit steps or anything? No, you don't have like, to. You just oh, you wow. pay for it. The medal's literally shipped to you. And you just run it on your own time. Oh, see, I'd, I'd heard of the virtual marathons, right. but I never, the virtual races, I didn't know how they work. So you're literally paying 60 bucks for a medal. Of course you are. Right. I'd do it. Did you run the whole And thing? a shirt, pro. I don't know. Does shirt come with it? I'm not sure if the shirt comes with it. I, I thought know. it did. I think it may. Got to look into that, and I'll let you girls finish it out. I got some more pixie dust. So a boy was on Hollywood Tower of Terror. My favorite. And he had a water bottle that he just was connected with. I don't, he's 10 years old, so I'm sure, although the kids in my class leave their water bottles all the time, so they must not have the connection this boy did, but it had special stickers on it. Well, while they were waiting to get on the Hollywood Tower of Terror, it fell down, um, like he bumped the bar, right. and it fell down below in, I can't think what that area is called. It's in like the boiler room. room. Like the, the boiler, boiler room. room, thank yeah. you, that's exactly what it is. And so the dad writes to Disney and asks if any workers find it. Can they please send it to Lost and Found? It has some sentimental things. He had put some stickers of things that he'd done, like a run, and he had won an award, and he put that sticker on this thing or whatever. So they did find it, and then this cast member took pictures with it, oh kind of like All Flat over the Stanley. Parts. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so cool. So he's taking a picture with it, well, within Tower of Terror. So here's the guy here. Oh, fun. And then they have it in a seat. I have to pull it forward yeah, so you guys can see. Let's see this water bottle. 
the well, adventures it's of... It's just a regular water bottle that you can buy at Walmart, but he wants you to think he's giving it tea. Like I serving oh, it tea. No, I want to see time. I want to see the stickers on it. Oh. I wonder if he had Bellhop Stitch drinking from it. That That's would what be he fun. Should've. That's what should have done. Oh, no, I don't think so. Anyway, he's got tea, and then it's by the suitcase outside Hollywood Tower of Terror. He puts it. So just the bellhop at Tower of Terror played around with it, taking different pictures. That's so fun. I so love that. So that the boy could um, have adventures, very much like the book Flat Stanley, if you don't know what that is. It's a book that we use in elementary school. In the I don't see too many stickers. I see two <laughs> stickers on it. And one of them could be just the logo on the bottle. I don't know. The boy was attached. If it was Colin, we know you would have done the exact same thing. I didn't say I would. <laughs> But I just thought it was cool because awesome. now he has this memory of his water bottle and what it did when he wasn't with it anymore. What a cool thing for that. I got some food. Dole Whip is at Pop Century now. Yeah. yeah. So I'm happy for you my Pop Century guests, but at the same time, I think just like the merchandise, Dole Whip should be exclusive. To Magic Kingdom. Ju- and Polynesian. Polynesian. I, I think it should only be at Polynesian because of that's the, where it. Yeah, is but that you where got Aloha Aloha Aisle. No, I don't no, know. No, I do not. You have Aloha Isle, though. That's right there. But it makes sense that it's Kingdom. at Polynesian because of the pine and orange just, bird. We've gotten it from Polynesian forever. And they're at the kiosk yeah, right outside, like the, right well, outside the double doors. Well, back when it was, was serve yourself and you could get as much as you you could fit. Nice. Oh, oh yeah. That's nice. nice. Put my mouth underneath of it. So Casey Corner January Dog of the Month. Yeah. is a teriyaki hot diggity Ew. dog. I don't know how I feel about it, but it is. Irony. It's topped with roasted pineapple and onions, teriyaki drizzle, green onions. I think that's great. I'd buy, just take a picture and put it up on Instagram and just put irony. It's Instagram worthy. <laughs> Instagram worthy. I don't know about that. So the Magical Express returns to its hours, back to the regular hours. You know, it picked us up four hours before our flight. It I'm returns. sorry, I'm still thinking about Wiener Pick. Okay. <laughs> the hot dog. Teriyaki diggity dog. Okay. I'm glad you must not have eaten enough lunch. So anyway, Chrissy, uh, Magical Express is going back to the regular pickup of three hours prior to your trip. They feel like TSA has an underhandle because it's not as many people traveling. It's not Christmas time, so they're going back to that. So hopefully you're not late for your flight. That's, uh, that sounds good. This is the one that I thought for sure that Nick would find because he is the lawsuit man. He loves a good lawsuit. Okay, what do I got? So what do you got, I mean? Imagineer is suing Disney for allegedly allegedly violating the Family Medical Leave Act. Oh, that's a big one. So, Which I doubt Disney would. So Disney, Imagineer, Angela DeVore, I'm going to put my glasses on so I can actually read this, was hired. It's getting serious, right? Was yeah. hired by Walt Disney Imagineering Research and Development in May of 2014. Shortly after, in the fall of 2015, DeVore was notified that she would have to travel to Shanghai Disney in January of 2016 for about nine weeks to work as their set director. Well, she was informed by her superiors that she would have to leave a little bit earlier, and she had an elderly father that was ill that she felt like she needed to take care of him, and she didn't know if she could stay the whole nine weeks. And they told her she had to stay the whole nine weeks or not going to have that job anymore. She what? is suing them. It's either you go or you don't. Who, what's more important? Your, your, is it her father, you said? Well, she said she could go for a while, but she wanted to come back a little bit so early. So was, was it her grandfather? Or no, father? her father. It was her dad. Okay. It says that her time off request was originally approved. However, soon after departing for Shanghai Disney, DeVore reports that her position with the Walt Disney Imagineering Research and Development was terminated. So they didn't actually honor her FMLA like they said they would. They came to an agreement and then they went back on it, is what she's saying. Wait a minute. So father gets sick. She she just gets this job in 2014. And in the fall of 2015, she finds out that she's going to have to go to Shanghai January 2016 for nine weeks. Father got sick when? While she was in Shanghai Disney. Okay, so while she was in Shanghai Disney. She wants to come back. She wants to come back a little early, but they're telling her pretty much all or nothing. Did Disney approve it in the beginning? Well, it just said that they had to go the full nine weeks. Okay. They suggested that she just check on her father from time to time in Shanghai and even offered homes that she could put him in. Oh, wow. So it's that bad. Like state-run homes. They gave them names, estate-run homes in Maryland that she could put her father in. Mm. I don't know. You think Disney would have sent her right back home? And sent someone else That's out. That's why there. I said, it's, yeah. this is what I she's think, saying. I don't know. wonder if there's way more to the story that we don't know. There probably is. There always is. You know there always is. Then I have a couple sad news things. 
Uh-oh. So we're if you guys, we're gonna end on a happy note, though, right? Well, I'm gonna go back to a happy thing, but I have two sad things. Okay. So Mimi Kaboom, do you know who that is at yeah, Hollywood yeah, Studios? Yeah, I read about this. She passed away at 46. They had a pie eating party in her honor. Apparently, she liked pie. Very 46 good. years old. I know that's a little too close to home. Just so we're clear, it's the redhead. You can't see yeah. her unless I hit right. play. No, and I don't want to mess know. you up, but you know who she is yeah. because yeah. she was. She's out and about. Right. They have not released why yet. They just said all of a sudden she passed away. And then the other one, she lived a good life, I feel like, is Doreen Tracy, an original Musketeer, also passed away. I did read that. She was 12 when she was on, (laughs) she started the show, I think. She was on, she was 74. She was the original uh, Mickey Mouse Club. I I wonder what she thinks about the, the new Mickey Mouse Club. I, she's gone now, so we I can't, can't ask her. I'm no, sorry. I wonder what she thought of the new Mickey Mouse Club. This is Nick's favorite thing that I like to do on the show, and that is to announce when new babies are born at Disney's Animal I Kingdom. I have the same thing. Will you go ahead and talk oh, about no, it? Because I've been go. talking. Yeah, no, I've been say. talking. Well, no, I just I don't know if anything has been updated on this, but it shows that a um, hippo, a little hippo baby, was born on the 13th. Oh. Yeah, little hippo baby. They don't know the gender or weight yet as of this report on the Disney blog because it's been, it's so close to its mommy. Right. It and says, do you want to get messed with a hippo? Not no. me. The mom's name is Tuma, T-U-M-A. And it says our animal care team is giving Tuma and her calf plenty of, plenty of room to nurse and bond. So the calf's gender and weight may not be known for some time. Typically, a newborn calf weighs between 60 and 110 pounds. So... They gave the hippo a gender-neutral gender name? It, it, it doesn't, it have, doesn't a name have a yet. name yet because they don't know what sex Tuma is. is the mommy. Oh. They were intentionally put together because they are endangered, and they were saying... Henry. Tuma yes. and her mate Henry were chosen to breed through the Species Survival Plan, Ooh. which is overseen by the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. That sounds really cool, though. The Nile hippopotamus is a vulnerable species with a declining population. That's why his birth is more significant. Not only is he born at Disney, but now they're repopulating the hippo species, which is starting to decline. Let's finish on a happy note. That was happy. Baby happy. That was happy. Baby hippos are very happy. What what else do you have? If you're missing that Disney feel and you want those Disney smells that are piped into your life while you're there. Yes. On Etsy, there's a woman called Magical Sense. Candles? Yes. I just want to plug in. Um, You can get the melts. You can get the melts. Yeah. We, but anyways, I ordered yesterday because she had a deal where if you get, buy five free shipping, so I bought some so I can feel like I'm at Disney. I'm so excited. Brad doesn't even know that yet. So Brad, we're going to get five candles. He loves candles, so he won't mind that part. They smell like Ohana, and they smell like uh, Beach Club, and yeah, all my happy places mm-hmm. I bought some candles for. Outstanding. I think it's about that time. Vixter, why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. January 15th, 1975, the Space Mountain attraction opens at Magic Kingdom. The grand opening festivities included a band of 2,000 high school students, fireworks, and the release of 50,000 balloons. It was a space-themed indoor roller coaster. The first official ride is taken by Colonel James Irwin, the pilot of the lunar module of Apollo 15. This is a ride that Nick will not ride, everybody. Ride in and tell him why he should ride Space Mountain. Also opening at Magic Kingdom that day in January 15th, 1975, is the Carousel of Progress. It was an attraction. um, I'll do that one. That brought it from Disneyland and traces 100 years of innovations into electricity and more. It spins in circles. And you you can totally predict what's coming next because it hasn't changed in 30 years. And when it's 58 degrees outside, you can be the only family in it and watching it and you can sing along and no one says, take me around again. They would have. I just laughed at the guy because he came in and he said, is this your first time? And we said, no. And he said, do you need to hear the spiel? And we said, no, that's fine. And he goes, you know, you have to stay seated. January 16th, 2011, Wild Africa Trek at Disney's Animal Kingdom begins operation. For the first time ever, small groups or guests can get close and personal with the animals. January 17th, 1977, the first new Mickey Mouse Club episode. This is where you get to make fun of me because you were alive. I was, but I wouldn't They'll be watching television. So it was the new Mickey Mouse Club, um, the most prominent one that I think, or prominent two people that I think that you may know about, listeners, is... Julie Pekarski, who is actually from St. Louis, Missouri, and 
Lisa Welchel, they both were on Facts of Life, yeah, but I do they were. That show. Yes, they were um, in the new Mickey Mouse Club, and I remember getting that album. Now I am dating myself, and it had the little insert with the words to all the songs and all the pictures of the new Mickey Mouse Club, and I would dream that someday maybe I could be in the new Mickey Mouse, the next, you know, because I'm crazy like I that. I had a lunchbox. I had oh, a lunchbox, so I don't know where it came from, but I had a lunchbox with the new Mickey Mouse Club Your on parents? it. Your parents? Well, yeah, obviously, but like, I don't remember taking it to school, so maybe I just liked it because it had Mickey on it. I don't know. Those are collectible items. Still have the thermos? Probably in my mom's basement. You would have the thermos with it? Oh, I'm sure. Dented up? Oh, I don't know. I was very, very Look young. Look for it. I had the fox and the hound, and I wish I would have kept that, but we sold it in a garage sale. January 18th, 2002, Disney designers met with the director of the Kennedy Space Center at Cape Canaveral to discuss a proposed space pavilion for uh, Joey's favorite ride, but none of the rest of the family, Mission Space. And so he consulted them on how to do that ride, and it, and it opened in early 2003, I believe. January 19th, 2016, this was just last two years ago, excuse me, two years ago, Toy Story Pizza Planet closes officially. And wow. they it's been did, two years already? It doesn't feel like it's been two right. years. Right, and they didn't tell us at the time that it wasn't coming back as Pizza Planet. We all had to find out later. It's now Pizza Rizzo. Which I wish they would have just kept Pizza Planet, you know? It's not, they said it's because it's not by there. So I'm wondering if they're going to have a Pizza Maybe Planet. Maybe Pizza Planet. In, I hope they do now. incorporate it somewhere in Toy Story Land. But to. how can they? Because then they'll have pizza in two pl- Well, I guess they could. They need to. That's part of the movie. Pizza Planet is in, I believe, that logo or the van or the truck. I mean, the truck is in every single Pixar cartoon. Mm-hmm. Except for one. Do you remember what Joey told you? No, because you still haven't done that article. I think it's... Uh, I can't tell you because I'll get in trouble from Joey. But Joey found it in Coco because he leans the over in the movie. Princess. Merida Brave. Merida. It was, no, it, it was, it was in, in there. It was Brave. in there. It was in there. Brave. Brave. He leaned over in Coco and he goes, and there's the Pizza Planet truck. I, I saw the Pizza Planet truck in Coco. Okay. Did you see it? It oh, was zoomed zoom by super fast on the street. January 20th, 2014, Spice Road Table officially opens at Epcot. I was going to ask you, I doubt that Nick ate there because Nick's a little bit picky, but have you ever eaten there? I'm as picky as Nick. Okay. Well, I just heard that it's got really good food, but I've read the menu and I'm not a picky person and I'm scared to go try it. But I've heard wonderful things about it. So those of you that like Spice Road, that's when it opened in 2014. It's going to be open four years this week. January 21st, 2013, as a part of a limited time magic, Disney World guests have an opportunity to meet characters not typically spotted at the Magic Kingdom from this day until January 27th. So for six days, they let you see meet with characters like Clarabelle the Cow, Horace Horsecaller, and the cast of the animated series Robin Hood. January 22nd, 2010, about 400 Walt Disney World employees volunteer to staff the phones. I thought this was a good way to end. They staffed the phones after that devastation of earthquake in Haiti to raise money for the Haitians. And so they just, 400 people just volunteered and showed up and they worked the phones. They did not get paid. And I thought that was pretty admirable. That's awesome. So that is where we are for history this week. All right, listeners, thanks again for listening to that number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. As always, keep listening. You can download our show on Podcast Addict, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Just ask your Alexa, Echo Dot, or your the Google. What's the Google one? Google Home or something like that? Oh, yeah, the Google I believe Home, so. I think. Right. Ask it, hey. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play Mousecapades podcast, and it will. As always, you can always uh, contact us if you're interested in planning your next mousecapade at Disneyland, Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney. Give us a text at 407-674-0414 or reach, reach out to us via email, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. And pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.